Hello, my friend, and welcome back to Get More Clients. Today on this episode of Get More Clients, we're going to be talking about four different ways for you to charge more for your freelancing or consulting services. So the first way that I'd recommend to you to charge more for your uh, uh, services is honestly, simply charge more raise your rates. If it's been more than three or six months since you've raised your rates for your service, be it hourly, monthly, daily, weekly, fixed price, productized, project-based, whatever method you're using to price, uh, uh, if you haven't raised your rates in the last three to six months, look at what you're charging and say, well, are these rates an adequate reflection of the value I'm providing and the time that it takes for me to complete this project. If there's any deltas there, any changes at all, you're providing more value than you used to because you've leveled up. You better understand the problem that you're solving. Charge more. Raise your rates. If if you've discovered, hey, this is a way for me to provide more value or I've added some additional services to this overall service offering or deliverables or benefits or outcomes for the client, charge more raise your rates. And heck, even if it's just been a few months, well, look at the market, look at what your competitors are charging and ask yourself, well, am I charging a fair amount for the value I deliver here? And it might be that, well, you look around and discover you've been charging $40 an hour and your major competitors are charging $50, $60, $70 an hour. Well, there's a margin there. There's room for you to play in. You could definitely raise your rates. And one of the major objections I always hear around raising rates, and this is something that I myself experienced with until a very kind Patrick McKenzie slapped me over the head metaphorically and got me seeing straight is feeling that I'm not yet qualified to charge more. And if we flash back in a, you could find this thread uh, deep in Hacker News if you search for it. It was when I was first considering raising my rate to $100 an hour or over. And I think I was charging 60 or $70 at the time. And I remember posting in a thread on Hacker News and saying, I'm really excited to raise my rate. And, uh, uh, you know, once once it's the new year, I'm going to go ahead and raise my rate to $100. And Patrick McKenzie very kindly stepped in and said, what's going to change between now and then that justifies that higher rate that isn't already in place in your business? And that got me thinking. And I realized that really nothing would change aside from me being six months older. And well, what was the point in waiting to raise my rate then? What was the point in waiting to increase what I was charging until I had passed some arbitrary milestone? And I see this time and time again with people I work with or other consultants I work with. Hey, I can't raise my rate until I have more experience in the industry. Hey, I can't raise my rate until I get that certification. Hey, I can't raise my rate until I get that testimonial. Honestly, none of those really matter. What matters is the value you're delivering and if you believe in the value you are delivering. Uh, Alan Weiss, I believe, says it beautifully and perfectly. The first sale is to yourself. And if you honestly believe your services are worth a higher amount, that's all the justification you need. Raise your prices, charge more. But the flip side is if you do not yet believe your services are more valuable or deliver value to your client or are worth a higher amount than you're currently charging, you are always going to face that struggle of, ah, I can't raise the rates. I don't feel like I could charge this much. This feels like I'm charging too much. So there definitely is very much an internal struggle around this. And this is something that I have grappled with time and time again throughout my career as a consultant as recently as right now, trying to figure out, well, is this valuable enough? Should I price it this high? And there's a lot of internal emotions and feelings and self-doubt that could come out when it comes to pricing. Is this fair? Am I good enough to charge this? I don't know. So I encourage you, look at the value you're providing and ask yourself, well, 
is this is this helping the client is this moving their condition forward is this a valuable service look into yourself and see do you believe that your service the value you're providing is equivalent or higher to than what you're charging for the service because again as alan white says that first sale is to yourself if you do not yet believe your services are more valuable you will always struggle to raise your rates Instead, you need to confront that inner demon, that monkey mind, that part of you that says, hey, this isn't quite valuable enough. Hey, that's not good enough. And, well, realistically, look at it. Either that's a smart part of you that's saying, well, hey, you need to include a little more value here because otherwise it's not going to quite measure up. In which case, okay, great. Look at your service. Look at your offerings and see, does it measure up? But there's also a great chance that that is just a monkey mind. That's just your inner child saying, hey, you, you can't charge that much. Nobody will buy it if you charge that much for it. And well, we need to learn the art of saying, hey, you know what? Thank you, part of my brain saying that. I hear you and I acknowledge you, but I'm not going to listen to you. We all get those internal self-doubts about charging and pricing, myself included, my friends included, my colleagues included. It's a universal condition. So if you feel that internal self-doubt about charging more, if you feel that monkey mind creeping up saying you aren't worth that much, you can't justify that rate, people will think you're crazy. A, know that you aren't alone. Know that other people are experiencing that at the same time you are as they think about raising their rates. B, know that you could see and acknowledge that voice inside of you saying you aren't worth that much when it comes to raising your rates and then continue to raise your rates. Say, thank you, monkey mind. Thank you, inner voice. I hear you, but I don't have to listen to you. I instead could focus on believing and knowing that my service is worth more, that I can charge more for this. So uh, 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 summarizing this up, first element, raise your rates. That's the easiest way to charge more. And if you encounter that internal doubt or that uh, uh, time delay almost, oh, I'll do it in six months. Oh, I'll do it at the start of the year. Well, ask yourself, is that really necessary? Are you really adding any value? Are you really hitting a new milestone? Maybe it's, hey, you know what? In a year, I'm going to have a larger team or this large project will be completed or some other factor that honestly matters. But you know, even as I list those examples, I can't really see a justification for waiting until, oh, that large project finished, now it's time to raise our rates. Well, you close the large project, raise your rates. Or you're talking with the large client about the project, raise your rates. Always raise your rates, charge more. <laughs> so the second way to charge more, I think, is switching from hourly to daily billing. And there's a lot of confusion around this, I think, when it comes to moving from hourly billing to daily billing. And one way I frame it that seems to make the most sense for people is we're really just changing our minimum billing unit. So let's imagine we charge hourly for our services and we're, we charge $50 an hour and we work on a project for a client and it ends up taking us 45 minutes. Well, since our minimum billing unit, the smallest amount we bill is one hour, we bill the client one hour for the work performed. It took 45 minutes, but we round up to one hour. Perfectly above board, perfectly expected perfectly normal. Hey, I'm going to quote you for this. It's going to take an hour. It took me 45 minutes. I'm billing you for an hour. Okay, great. We don't need to reveal how the sausage is made. All we do is deliver the invoice for. It took one hour. They purchased one hour of my time. That is the smallest unit by which I bill. This is very important, the smallest unit by which I bill. So when we move from an hourly to a daily rate, what we're really doing is saying, okay, I'm changing it. The smallest unit by which I bill, it's now daily one day of work. That does not necessarily mean eight hours of work. That does not necessarily mean eight hours of contiguous, continual work. Instead, it means when you quote a project to a client, you say, okay, great. So my minimum billing unit is one day. I think this project will take three days to complete. 
here is the amount for the project. Here's my quote. Here's my estimate. And the client is either able to say, okay, great. Uh, the value we internally or in conversation with you uh, assigned to this project is greater than the cost you're quoting us. It makes sense for us to make this investment. Or they'll say, hey, you know what? The value we see for this project uh, generating for us, it's less than the quote. It's not going to work out. It looks like this is not going to generate a return on investment for us. And so Really, again, when we switch from hourly to daily billing, we could view it as changing that minimum billing unit, where we would have quoted a number of hours before, instead we quote a number of days. Now, this has some nice side benefits to it. Just like in the example, we said, okay, if the project took 45 minutes, but our minimum billing unit is one hour, the smallest unit we bill is one hour, when we move to daily billing, if somebody comes to you and says, hey, I want to hire you to fix this thing of mine, and you're like, man, it probably will take like two hours, but the minimum I charge is one day. Here's my day rate. The prospect, the client, the person we're speaking with, they're able to assess, okay, is the value I'll receive from having this fixed or having this project completed greater than the daily rate? If it is, it's in their best interest to make that investment because it will generate a return for them. For us, we're now quoting a larger minimum billing unit. It will take us a day of work. If it only ends up taking us two hours, it's perfectly fine. We quoted the client a number. The client said, hey, that seems great. That's a number that makes sense to us. We want to move forward with that number. And it doesn't matter if it ends up taking you just two or three hours to complete. You quoted a number. The client agreed to that number. You move forward and you deliver the project and the client receives that value. Really, we could see as we move from hourly to daily, the amount of time it takes doesn't matter. What matters is the return on the project for the client, the value the client's going to get out of the project. If the client's going to get a lot of value out of the project, the client will say, this seems wonderful. Let's move forward. Can we start tomorrow? If the client is not going to receive a lot of value out of the project, well, then they're going to say, this doesn't seem like a great investment of our money. We're going to go in a different direction. The third way to charge more, include add-ons that benefit the client. I'd ask you, how many options are you giving your clients in your proposal? And how many additional services are you telling your client or your prospect about that they could also purchase? What I discovered when I was still sending proposals out is one thing that increased my average project size was in the proposal saying, by the way, additional services that we might have briefly talked about or not talked about that I want to let you know about include, and then I have a list of two to four additional services that they could just cherry pick and add on to the, the proposal, add on to the project overall. When I was selling search engine optimization services primarily, I'd have a standard list of, okay, great, these are the six major services we provide. And the proposal would break down what the client was looking for. And I'd say, by the way, here are additional services we provide. We might not have talked about, say, blogger outreach or link building or keyword optimization or on-site optimization, but by adding these add-ons to the proposal, by saying, here are additional options you could add on to any of the above options. Just, you know, add fries with that. Add it onto that proposal. It was easy for the client to say, oh, wow, I didn't even know we needed that, but that is something we need, and that price makes a lot of sense. Great, let's add it in there and move forward that way. So including add-ons that benefit the client, that provide more value with your proposal, can be a wonderful way to charge more for your projects, to make more money. The fourth thing, and this, this has some overlap with the third element we just talked about, the fourth way to charge more, I'd say, is include options or tiers for the client to pick between. And so 
This would be moving from what I think of as a traditional proposal, where it's here is the option for us to work together, yes, no, to more of a modern proposal where we have a yes, yes decision for the client. Rather than the client saying, okay, it's a yes or a no decision between working with you or not, by offering the client an option of tiers, A, B, or C, more value in each tier, we've reframed that discussion from, okay, great, well, it's either work with you or not, to, okay, great, here are three options for how we could work together. Let me know which option makes the most sense for you. If we're including add-ons, here are some additional add-ons you could add in if you'd like. And if you would like to customize these options, if you'd like to, you know, pull something from option three and replace something from option two with it, excellent. Let's have a conversation about that and see if we could customize the scope and the project fee to match your requirements and what you're looking for. So there's a lot of benefit by including options or tiers for the client to pick between. Primarily, I see the benefit as switching the internal conversation the client or the client's organization has from a yes-no decision about your proposal, but we either hire him for $5,000 to do this project or not, to a yes yes decision. Okay, great. Which of these options do we want to hire him or her to execute on for us? And the benefit to us as consultants is, well, we've reframed a yes-no decision as a yes-yes decision. Now they're choosing between options instead of just choosing if they want to work with us. So there's two ways we could approach this. We could use the classic three-tier method, option A, option B, including option A, option C, including option A and option B. Or we could use Sean DeSouza's dartboard pricing method, where you have two options, option A, and then option B slightly higher priced than option A. So these are two different ways that you could incorporate options or tiers for the client to pick between in your proposals. Uh, the common pricing I use for the three-tier method is 1x for the base, so $1,000, 1x. 2x to 2.5x, two to two and a half times for option B, $2,000 for option B, and then 5x or 10x for option C, $5,000 or $10,000 for option C. I want to have this uh, uh, progression in prices from, okay, here's the base price, here's, you know, base plus some options, and here's the Cadillac option. Here's where you get all the cool stuff. And so I'm presenting the client with this choice of yeses between these three different options priced different from each other, and they're able to say, hey, we want to go with option two, that makes the most sense for us, or option three makes the most sense for us, or can we mix and match some of these options and create our own option from it and reframe the price to fit that? Uh, uh, and again, the major benefit from using options or tiers in your proposal switches the conversation from a yes-no decision to a yes-yes decision. And again, these are just four of the ways to charge more. Raising your rates, switching from hourly to daily billing, including add-ons that benefit your client, additional services you might not have talked about but you want to present to them and educate them on, and including options or tiers for the client to pick between, switching it from a yes-no decision to a yes-yes decision. Again, this has been an, another episode of Get More Clients, a podcast about how to get more clients as a freelancer, a consultant, or an independent business owner. If you, dear listener, have a question about freelancing, consulting, or running an independent business, or if you'd like to add on to today's conversation, if I got something wrong, or if you'd like to add your opinion to the discussion, you could send me an email at kai at kaidavis.com. That's K-A-I at K-A-I-D-A-V-I-S dot com. Or if you're located in the U.S., you could go ahead and give a call in at one 
541-204-1204. Again, that number, 1-541-204-1204. And I will see you tomorrow for another episode of Get More Clients.